This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Adele, and today's episode is consistency. Today, I'm going to share with you a very unique story about how me being consistent with this show has opened up some new possibilities. I hope you have been on this journey with me since the beginning. Right Here I am more than 300 episodes in, rounding the corner on a year straight of daily content production, and it's interesting to look back and see how many other things I have not done every day for 365 days. Right? As I really start to pull apart the pieces of my life, I look at the simple things. Right? Did I shower every day? Honestly, the answer is no. There was a day or two where something went on and I probably didn't shower. Those same days where I would say, then, did you brush your teeth? That answer might also be no. Right, like the ability to do something consistently over a long period of time is one of the biggest limiting factors that's holding you and me up from success. I believe mentorship, accountability, and a plan is what gets us from where we're at to where we want to arrive to, but at some point during that journey, you need consistency. And that's what this podcast ends up being about. Certainly, I share daily stories or interviews with some incredible people. But it's more the fact of when I sat down and started really looking at what podcasts have put out daily content that was unique for four years straight, I couldn't find any. This doesn't mean that they don't exist. It just means that they didn't come into my frame of reference. Right? I, I couldn't find them. Maybe you know of some, and I would love to interview those hosts. Right? I would love to know more about their story. But I share all this from having a really phenomenal weekend here. So we're on the backside, as I record this, of the Arnold Fitness Expo, the Arnold Classic, here in Columbus, Ohio. The first weekend in March, every year for the past 20-plus years, 300-some-odd thousand people converge upon Columbus, Ohio to take place as a spectator or participant in the largest sports festival in the world. I share that from a place of if you were to do a little bit of research, just a little bit, there are more active participating athletes here at this three-and-a-half-day event than the entire Summer Olympics. It's monumental what goes on here. And I was fortunate to share some incredible time and space with a gentleman named Greg Kelly, who you'll hear his interview if you have not heard it already who is in town for the Arnold Classic and happens to be the lead product formulator for a company called Neurohacker Collective. And Greg's incredible, truly brilliant, a fascinating man to get to spend time with. Well, that comes on the backside of consistency. It comes on the backside of consistency because an incredible man named Ben Cote, I might be mispronouncing his name, but Ben had at some point stumbled upon this podcast who also happens to work inside Neurohacker Collective, who then reached out to me. We had a series of conversations. He led me to Greg, and Greg then comes to the office, and this new door opens that I would have never been able to walk through or even had seen before. It's just because of consistency. But that's not the point of this story. That's not, the, that's not where I'm going with this. See, I reached out the better part of six months ago 
to a handful of people that at that moment in time I thought would be fascinating to get to know better. These were people on the backside of some of the posts I put out on social media asking who you'd like me to spend time and share energy with. These are people that had fascinating stories that I was generally interested in what they had to say. Might be of no surprise to you, as it wasn't that big of a surprise to me at that moment, but the majority of the quote-unquote big-time people I reached out to, right, people with massive social footprints and large followings and years and years of run rates in various industries, didn't have much, much interest. Now, when I say they didn't have much interest in being on the show, of course, they asked for number of downloads, number of reviews, syndication. They want to know all the statistics. And I get that, right? Time is money. These are people that are making an impact in the world. And no one wants to I shouldn't say no one, but many people don't want to spend time with someone that's not going to help propel their brand. I personally don't feel that way. If you have a podcast or know someone that has a podcast and you think I would be a fascinating interview, I would love to hop on, spend 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half just getting to know somebody new and just sharing what it is that makes me who I am. But I realize not everybody in the world operates that way. And so Friday rolls around, Arnold Classics in town, and I had reached out to one of the biggest fitness female influencers that exists. I'm going to leave her name off the show because it's not relevant. But I reached out during the six-month window. And of course, at this level of the game, right, there's, there's checkpoints to go through. There's managers and there's PR people and there's, there's things. Well, I provided all the data, right? Number of downloads we get per show, access to the email list they would have, digital footprint impressions, all the things that could help them make a good decision. Well, one thing leads to another and either I stopped following up with them, which I'll raise my hand, could very well be the case. Or they had decided that I didn't quite meet the criteria. Maybe my show wasn't big enough. Maybe you listening didn't leave me enough reviews or enough comments or whatever it would be to have them look at most likely iTunes and decide, man, is this guy really worth spending time with? And so I heard nothing. Just kind of faded away. But as Friday morning rolls around, I receive an email from a talent manager for this incredible influencer. Now, he rekindles the conversation and says, hey, I was going through my email, stumbled upon this email, would love to re re-engage this conversation. And so I respond rather quickly. Right? Fridays are busy days for me in the coaching world, but I'm able to make some time and, and move some things around just to respond to an email and like, Hey, I'm actually in Columbus. I know you guys are in town. I would love to absolutely love to have you guys to the office. It's only 10 minutes from downtown. We could clear out 45 minutes to an hour and share some time together. Well, Friday comes and goes and I hear no response. 
much like Saturday, comes and goes and I hear no response. Well, then Sunday comes around and Sunday morning, I get an email that's basically, damn, I don't know how I missed these emails that you sent me, but we would love to see if we could make something work today. I have a pretty strict policy. The weekends are all of our own times. I'm going to do my best not to work on the weekend. I want to pour time and energy into my wife and our daughter Gianna or even into myself. Let alone the guys inside, inside the company, right? Everybody works really hard Monday through Friday. And I don't believe we should have to work on the weekend. And so I share with this individual, look, I'll reach out to some of the team. I'll see if anybody wants to come in. But really don't hold your breath. He responds back with, they'll be busy from 1 until 4, and the expo closes at 4, so to let him know if we can record something afterwards. Well, Kurt, so generously, as I reach out to him at sometime around noon, says, hey, I could come in. I have some other stuff going on. Not really sure if it's going to work the right way. I just completely take the pressure off. So, man, it's no big deal to me. You know, here six months before, I would have been pushing and prying and begging and moving around my entire schedule and changing everything that we had going on as individuals to accommodate the needs of someone else. But times have changed. And what I stand for, I always stand for. And I can't be afraid to put myself first and then encourage other people to also put themselves first. And so... We end up sharing a series of emails later in the day where I say the only chance at all that we would have of potentially pulling off an interview would be at 7 p.m. on Sunday and last an hour. That'd be it. Well, of course, that doesn't work on their schedule because they have other things going on. They're trying to cram us into this very, very tight box. And I just say thanks, but no thanks. We'll have to figure out another time or another place. And it's very interesting. It's interesting to me because the man that I am that shows up on this microphone that you are listening to now is light years different than he was even six months ago. I'm different because of the consistency of the effort that I put into my daily life and what I practice versus what I preach. I'm certainly not mad at or even upset, even frustrated the initial reach out to this person fell on deaf ears. I'm not upset that our time didn't line up and they could only fit us into a tight box and that it, it didn't work for us. You see, I know everything happens for a divine reason that's much greater than I could see in the present moment. Call it third, fourth, fifth person awareness. I don't know the right term for it, but when you remove yourself from the emotional stress of a situation and think very clearly it gets very, very easy to make decisions that are appropriate. I'm not going to, Sunday nights are times for my wife and I. I'm not going to upset that and move that all around to accommodate a tight-windowed schedule where the energy wouldn't be right in the room anyways. I'm not going to beg Kurt to come into the office on a Sunday after he's been gone all weekend so he can press the buttons and turn on the cameras and do all the incredible stuff that he does so it upsets his entire flow to accommodate somebody else. But all those things wouldn't be possible without 
having taken the time to have experienced and learned from everything up to this point. But that comes from the consistency of putting in the reps. right? Because at the same time that all this is going on, I get an email from Blinkist. Now, if you don't know what Blinkist is, Google it, research it. There'll come a time where I might make more of an announcement about that. But Blinkist is an app that I have used for quite some time, off and on, right? Not consistently, that takes the impactful pieces of various literature and turns them into almost a Cliff Notes version that you can digest. Imagine a hyper condensed version of Audible. Now, granted, that they're picking out what they believe the key points to be, and there's some variables there, but I've used it off and on for quite some time. I get an email from them that they would like to sponsor the show. They'd like to advertise. And it's interesting to me because that also comes from consistency. Right, I've committed to you, I'll never water down this message by bringing on a company or product that I don't believe in. I've never been looking to monetize this as a show. I don't want to make it less impactful for you as you listen. But I certainly don't have a problem sharing things that have high value as long as I can also get to know the people that founded the business and get the backstory and know the long-term run rate and come up with a long-term plan. Right? Because here this podcast is, and I'm about a year into a four-year journey, and I can only see three years ahead. So who knows if it will go longer than four years. But they offer me an advertising agreement that is more money per month than I have made in many months of my life. And it's just dawning on me, like there's these light bulbs popping over my head on Friday of just how incredible consistency really is. I can't help but think the consistency of the podcast and consistency of you listening, the cons- consistency of you dropping me a five-star review on iTunes, the consistency of you dropping a comment in there, sharing what value you gained from this show, I can't help but think that consistency is what brought this influencer back into this realm of considering spending time and sharing her story with us. I also can't help but think the consistency of not advertising, the consistency of putting out good quality content and speaking about the books that I read on a consistent basis has led Blinkist to here right now. Now, I haven't made up my mind if I'm going to bring them on or not. There's a lot of hoops to jump through and a lot of conversations to be had before then. But all this comes from deciding that I'm going to do something and then executing on it with ruthless commitment. I've shared many times, there are plenty of days where I sit down behind this microphone, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, I have no notes, I don't want to do it, there's time that I would like to allocate to everything else other than what I do here in this moment, but I still show up, and I still record, and hopefully you still find value in those episodes. So I must ask you, What would actual ruthless commitment to consistency do for your life? I'm not saying for 21 days to create a habit. You've heard me say it multiple times. I believe that habits are bullshit. 
they exist in the mental wiring, but there's nothing that you want that's a habit. So I'm not saying for 21 days. I'm not saying for 90 days. 90 days, I believe, is the time it takes to really start to make an impact in the wiring of your psyche and that you start to own it as yours. It's more of a lifestyle change at 90 days, but it's not really that consistent yet. It's only three months. I believe that first check mark for consistency really lies at the six-month mark. If you can do something every day on a consistent basis for six months, it no longer becomes something you have to do. It becomes part of what you decide to do. It becomes part of you. When you get to a year, the reps seem to almost come in slow motion. See, I know now, even when I don't want to sit down here and stare into the cameras that I'm looking to you at and speak into the black microphone in front of my face, I know something will come up and my delivery will continue to grow in execution because I've done the work. How much different would your life be if you could be consistent to something for six months straight? Imagine the body that you're sitting in right now with the aches and pains around your knees, your hips, the stomach that's not quite as tight as you want it to be, the shoulder definition that has somehow eluded you, or the lack of overall energy that you feel more days than not. Imagine how different that could feel for you if you were ruthlessly committed to results for six months straight in spite of all that life will throw you. How much different would that body feel? What about a relationship for you? Let's say you have a relationship now and it's been rocky. Imagine what things could be like in six months if you dropped your ego for a second and began to listen instead of speak. Imagine the love that you once felt for your partner, how strongly that could be rekindled with six months of diligent and consistent work. Or let's pivot for a second and talk about if you're one of the single ones that is listening right now. How much different could your life be if you worked on yourself, your communication, your self-love, your self-interest for six months straight? How much better do you believe you'd be able to show up for a partner? And how much better would you be able to hear them speak because you now are hearing yourself speak. And then as we pivot over to business, as we always do, what would be different in your life if you mastered the basics inside of your business over the next six months? It's an inherent human nature to want to hit a grand slam in the bottom of the ninth with the bases loaded to win the World Series. We want the biggest deal and we want the adulation, we want these things. But it's really very simple. Success always swings singles. You just simply need to master the basics so they become automatic. If you would master the basics of your business so they became an automatic response to any situation, can you imagine how different your business life would actually look? If you decide to get ruthlessly committed to consistency in any area of your life for long enough, 
a minimum of six months, even if it's not sexy, you'll find out on the backside that you'll be able to get shit done. <laughs>